Hello, everybody, and welcome back to It's Locked Podcast. We are your hosts, Emily and Caroline. And today we are covering the second game in the Nancy Drew series. Stay tuned for Danger, a true classic. So yeah, we'll get into it. I This is my first time playing the game. I played it through Ooh. on Twitch. I streamed it. And <laughs> so I'm going to be kind of leading the discussion today because... It was my first time playing. So yeah. Emily, how Yay. are you doing today? How are you feeling I'm about exhausted? <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I pooped. Well, I'm really, as you were saying that intro, I was like, I'm really glad that Caroline is saying the intro because you were saying our the second game in the Nancy Drew series, and my brain went, secrets can kill, but that's wrong. Well, <laughs> <spoiler> <laughs> so that's alert. just where I'm at today. <laughs> I understand. Spoiler alert, that's not it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh would would argue that that yeah. isn't. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, yeah, should we talk about what we're drinking today? Yeah, I'm drinking coffee. Well, drinking coffee. <laughs> but also um, yeah. We have Go our theme it. to drink. We have our theme to drink for right. Stay Tuned for Danger, which takes place in New York City. Uh, so, so because of that, we decided to go with a Manhattan as the yeah, drink of choice. Yeah. So make sure you're sipping along at home as you're listening and walking down memory lane with walking us today. Walking down memory lane. <laughs> yeah. As I drink my Manhattan inspired coffee. And me, my Manhattan just... inspired water. Because <laughs> it's noon. <laughs> yeah, it is 930 here. I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, oh my gosh, we're going to have themed drinks. And then I was like, wait a minute. We're recording at 930 in the morning, my time. We'll have so... to figure out later recording times once yeah things settle down yeah I'm really I'm I don't know I'm a fun I think I'm a fun recorder like as after I've had half a drink it's true so we'll make it work it'll happen yeah it'll be good yeah but yeah should we talk about what what is this game about Emily tell us well, what, what is this game about <laughs> I do have some fast facts should I give should yes. I give a um what do they call it in office ladies uh a summary I think she just calls it a summary. Sure. Yeah, go ahead. Like the very standard word. So (laughs) once again, we have our dear, beautiful Aunt Eloise is just really um, running the show here. Honestly, why don't we have an Aunt Eloise cameo? We never even, I don't think we can ever even call her in any of the games. Can we? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. So. Aunt Eloise is just like um, quietly overseeing. She's the she's the puppet master. Aunt Eloise is the puppet master behind the plot of the first two games. So in this game, Nancy gets to travel to New York. Very exciting. Um, and Maddie Jensen is renting out Aunt Eloise's New York apartment, which brings me to my first fast fact which is exactly that Maddie Jensen is ranting out Aunt Eloise's house. Is Aunt Eloise rich? She's a school librarian in Florida. Yeah, like how does she have enough money to rent a New York house? Maybe, maybe she... And you saw that house. That's it's a nice n- house. It's nice. Yeah. I-, I think Aunt Eloise used to be like a business tycoon and then decided, no, I'm going to follow my heart and teach children. Oh, is she like a retired librarian? Maybe. She's one of those ladies who retired. She's Aunt El. Oh, <gasps> idea. Okay. What if um, Aunt Eloise and Millie 
are like the same people you know um I really hope not (laughs) (laughs) because so Millie Millie should be Millie should be retired I don't think she should be working anymore um there's some there's lots going on there but she likes to work and Eloise maybe should be retired actually maybe not because I feel like she wouldn't be that old honestly I think she's thriving maybe like, she's like great Aunt Eloise and we just call that's, her Aunt that's Eloise. what I mean that's what I think okay. is the deal honestly yeah. yeah also I'm gonna interrupt myself real quick to say that you might um hear cats in the background because I'm currently home alone with all of them and they're needy so that enjoy, is enjoy that. happening um okay this game also was released in 1999 but oh back to the plot which is what I was talking about (laughs) this is this is my for all of our listeners I spent like nine hours on a plane yesterday and got home really late and promptly uh fell asleep and just woke up so that's where we're at um anyway Nancy is at is visiting Maddie Jensen at Aunt Eloise's apartment because um, her co-star Rick Arlen is uh, getting like death threats from some unknown source, and Rick is very unconcerned. He he really doesn't give a shit. No, um, at all. He and everyone else except yeah. Maddie. They're like and oh. because Maddie's in love with him. Yeah, they and like I I get it. I don't know in the whole uh, like soap opera scene, the whole celebrity scene. I imagine you get threats a lot, but my dude, you got poison chocolates. Yeah, that I like, think that's the time when you start. Also, doesn't he have like a security team? He's famous. I know he should have body a bodyguard or something. I mean, yeah. come on. He should have a food taster. Like in the Middle Ages, they would have True. food tasters. <laughs> that would be iconic. Yeah. Yeah. Um okay. So that's the plot. Nancy's in New York to figure out who is sending Rick death threats. Again, something that I feel like she is severely underqualified for, but she's Nancy. Like she can do anything um i have a couple more i have two more fast facts uh so a quote from the new straight times upon the release of this game reads while the game has had a certain voyeuristic charm it suffered from some of the most contrived puzzles ever put in a game yep (laughs) (laughs) we'll get into that um also (laughs) This isn't this is less of a fact and more of an observation. The name of the guard in the game is Ralph Guardino. Could they not come up with a better name? Yeah, that is a little bit like that's like you know that episode of The Office where Dwight is trying to get Michael's job and he's like, Yeah, I went to the dentist, and Michael's like, What's your dentist's name? And Dwight says, Crentist. Crentist. says maybe that's why he became a dentist. <laughs> I think that's I think that's our man. Ralph's Wait, right, Ralph Gardino. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, oh, I just came to that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. Anyway, that's all of my all of my facts. So 
I have some fast facts too. I Yay. have some. Go um, for it. So in doing some external research for our filming today, I decided to read some of Stay Tuned for Danger, the novel that this game was based on. Um, and I just want to share nice. with you a couple of things I learned from that. Um, nice. Millie isn't in the novel at all. She was created for the game. The name isn't even taken from it. She's just like mm. not in it. Um, a lot of the dialogue in the game is actually directly taken from the book, which I think oh. is really, it shows, I would say, because I think the dialogue in this game is a step up big time from the last game. Like, I think that oh. there's a lot more to talk about. There are more people to talk to. I think it's really good, well written most of the time. Um, and then the best fast fact of all fast facts is oh, in ready. the novel, Bess and Rick Arlen date Oh, and of he course breaks they her do. heart. Oh, no. <laughs> Which Bess. I think is so funny. Oh, yeah. Bess might be just like my favorite. I love Bess. She is a little cutie. She's Though I, so I, I gotta cute. say, I'm partial to George. I've always yeah. had a crush on George. Yeah. Like, I, I would date her if she was real. <laughs> yeah. Um, George is kind of George is kind of a butt in one of the later games, though. Um, One of the ones that you have not yet played. Um, No. Well, I'll have to find out, I guess. (laughs) I actually have played the next game we're going to talk about. So. Oh, yay. Good. I'm going to good. good. Oh, I love it. All right. Shall we move into our cast? Yes. Our, Our people. I have. A like subtitle for every single person that we like. I have like their okay. name that I just wrote like a little subtitle. Um, Give it we'll to go me. in order of how I have them written. Okay. Here, so we have Millie Strat Stradhorn, my sleep paralysis demon. Um, <laughs> her, she is horrifying to look at. Like just so bad. Like the graphics of the animation of the characters is nightmarishly terrible like scarier than the mystery of the bomb any of that like the scariest part is the people I remember the first you know how in some of the games it happens this way well in this game it happens this way with pretty much all the characters but um you'll click on whatever triggers that character interaction but you can't see the character yet and then yes. it just pops up with the character right in your face. I always jumped every single time. My first time, my first few times playing through because you're not expecting it. And I think the one with, I think the one with Dwayne was the worst for me because I was expecting to click on the door. The office opens. You can see the office. You can see Dwayne. No, you click on the door. He's like, come in, you go in and he's right there. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello, Dwayne. Dwayne. <laughs> um yeah she's terrifying though in particular terrifying this gal and her voice lives in my head (laughs) all the time and I just need it to go away but um she has the same voice actor as Nancy Lonnie Manila oh yeah I didn't catch that she's very talented I gotta say all trades truly really is killing it um and then I just have a note that says she is the epitome of like a rich, successful person who is so rich and successful that mm. she can just get away with sitting in the prop room all day with her cats and thinking that fiction is reality. <laughs> is that and me I, in the future sitting in a dream. prop room with all of my cats? <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Do I want to be Millie? 
yeah like she's someone to strive for do i want um, to be a sleep paralysis demon and eh, there are worse things it's true there are way <laughs> a lot of worse things oh do you have any millie notes so uh, my character notes are very sparse i'm gonna get this out of the way real quick i thought that all of these characters were kind of bland i didn't really get hmm. to know them I didn't get to know who they were. They would all give you like information. I would say the exception maybe was uh, probably Rick just because so much of his personality comes through in his dialogue and in the way that he speaks. Um, But so many of the other characters, I just didn't think were very substantive. We also have... um, uh one two three four five seven slash eight characters who are players in this game um and that's the it's the first time that her interactive did that and i think that maybe they were uh they just bit off more that they can more than they could chew um most of the later games you'll have four main characters and you get to know them really really well and in this one I you have the you have one two three four you have five main characters and then a couple side characters but the side characters it's like they hadn't tapped into how to use phone characters yet you know we have those uh, characters in later games that you can call when you need some key information. Right. They just hadn't really tapped into how to do that for this game yet. I would even argue that I feel like Millie plays the role of the phone mm, character yeah. because she is the plot dump character. Yeah. Like whenever you need to learn something about background, it's her. And I almost wish like she had been our contact in the game through a phone like oh, she's yeah. busy off somewhere doing her thing and she was the phone contact because having the contact like the person who like recruited Nancy to come in in the actual game like having Maddie be in the game was a little bit odd because that's like one of the only times I remember that that be that being the case I mean like yeah, that's it true. happens later but I don't know but it what they did make her it seemed like she could have done it so you know mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll give it my pass, but it is interesting. Yeah. yeah. So, well, along those lines, so I didn't really, I also, full disclosure, I did my character thing one night while I was like a little bit on an edible. So all of my, I decided, I thought this was a good idea at the time. Actually, I still agree. I think it was a great idea. Um, I decided to compare them all to food probably because I had the munchies. <clears throat> so I have one line under each character and it's all uh, food lingo. So my one for, who did we just do? Millie Strathorn. I don't know. I don't know why I wrote this down. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> she looks like a raisin. I think um, probably because she's very over the top and unexpected for the environment that she's placed in. I compared Millie Strathorn to the volcano cake from the rainforest cafe. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, don't ask, don't ask me to reason that now that's just where I was in the moment. Right. Valid. 
and I'm you don't need to expand you. on that anymore <laughs> that's just what that was next <laughs> I have Maddie Jensen um she is the only thing she's guilty of is Frankensteining the pictures in her house so she looks like a real person <laughs> What the hell I was that, that choice? So much. I, I, that was terrifying. And it was like sometimes the neck was edited out. So it's just like the face on like the neck of a real individual. Horrifying. No. So bad. Bad choice. Yep. There we um, are. But she used to date Rick, rebounded with Dwayne Powers. Um, yeah, that's weird. Yeah, weird power dynamic dating your agent, though it is such a like real and interesting thing that happens, which I, I thought was neat that they did explore mm-hmm. that. Okay. And then the only other note I have about Maddie, because she's that uninteresting, is all that defines the women in this game is either one, they're a crazy cat lady, which is such a stereotype, and two, who they used to date. Yeah. And that is unfortunate, honestly. It is a little bit tragic that that is the case. Yeah. And I, I did. I, I kind of disagree with you. I did enjoy the characters in this game. Okay. Um, but Maddie was the only one I was like, you're so bland and you're here because you're our contact. But yeah, do you so want that's to Maddie Jensen. Do you want to know the one word I wrote under Maddie's name? What? Bland. She's so She bland. didn't even get a food. She just, she's just bland. Like she is um, maybe like tofu that you try to season. Like in that one episode of Everybody Loves Raymond, when Marie for Thanksgiving brings over a tofu turkey and they all hate it. I forgot about that episode. Oh my gosh, she just unlocked a memory. <laughs> oh my God. That's Maddie Jensen. The poor, like you want to like her, you know, but you just, you just can't. It's no. just bland, just kind of there. So bland. Yeah. All right. Next up is Rick Arlen, who I called Rick Astley on accident so many times because their <laughs> names are so similar. Um, he is a creep. Just going to call him what he is. Terrible. Oh, yeah. um, oh, like 10 times worse than Daryl. Like mm. Daryl at least was trying a little bit to hide it. But Rick is at, he is. Present. Well, Daryl was oblivious right right trying to hide it he was just like oblivious but that's how he came off right Right. whereas rick it's very intentional he knows Um, yeah really good job shout out to her interactive for making our victim someone unlikable i think that that was an interesting choice because i think it's really Hmm. easy when storytelling to make the victim you know someone who feels like vulnerable and they're like peril at end house by agatha christie like spoiler alert it's you know 100 years old but if you want to read it skip two minutes but like the plot twist in that book is that the victim is actually the culprit of Mm. the mystery and Mm. you don't suspect it because she is very pitiful she kind of is Mm, like very like you know in the hospital or like whatever yeah and rick you think from the beginning that he could have done it yeah. to himself too to get the attention and so yes. yeah it is it is I thought it was an interesting choice honestly but I think that that could be a divisive um thing uh no I also, like that yeah that's yeah. that's Rick Rick Astley I like that you said that I wrote Rick Astley Rick Astley yeah yeah okay that's his name now <laughs> he's never gonna give you up Nancy Drew <laughs> um 
I so Rick's uh, food comparison in my chart is bland and fatty, like unseasoned corned beef. Mm. Oh, that's yeah. Is that also, is that accurate or like I don't know? <laughs> yeah, I would say that's okay. all he deserves. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, like yeah. Uh, well, oh, okay. I just justified it in my brain. Like uh, a nice idea. Like corned beef. You're like, oh yeah, let's have some corned beef. And then when you're actually there and experiencing it, you're like, meh. That's like it's like a once a year thing, you know. St. Patty's Day, we'll do some corned beef and then we'll just leave it in the back of our brains, store it away in a filing cabinet for next year. Exactly. Yeah. True. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Also, he's so vain, he leaves his little notes around his room of like who leaves their death threats hanging around like did i say death threats death death <laughs> threats hanging around yeah um i don't know maybe he's like i don't know he's secretly just like masochistic like a yeah. secret sociopath he's like hey this is kind of cool maybe i'll use this one later <laughs> got some I'll good inspo it. around here to influence his character <laughs> oh god okay next all right next up i have Dwayne the rock powers scary man <laughs> i ca- i kept calling him that too because i thought it was funny oh, the rock god. Powers. um he he has financial trouble i didn't like him though i wonder if you are in such a financial trouble why are you telling cl- potential clients to go away like why are like if you need money yeah. you need clients so why are you telling people to leave you alone oh wait are you talking about when we uh hit the buzzer yes and he's like I think okay so my theory about that is that there's probably he's probably been like quote unquote harassed by people trying to collect money from him oh yeah that's yeah. okay okay yeah because he also he has his plane tickets bought ready to leave like he's trying to get out of dodge real quick probably because there's some unsavory characters who are after him right and he's gonna commit murder of that yeah yeah um yeah he's just kind of like a a little bit of a jerk but he is an interesting character i feel Mm -hmm. like out of all of them he was probably the most interesting like he had the most probably going on like he definitely is that person who was like a failed actor and Mm -hmm. is now an agent and maybe is a little is jealous of people who actually Mm -hmm. got to pursue maybe his dream um and is an actual sociopath uh, yeah mm -hmm, definitely yes uh yeah i also have vague memories please don't say if this is right or wrong but i have vague memories of him coming back for a later game i don't know i'll say about anything yeah. I, I just, I think it might be, maybe. Maybe. Like, Ransom of the Seven Ships, or I don't, it's, uh, it's been too long, too long. So, yeah. Okay. We'll see when we get there, I guess. We'll see when we get there. We'll see when we get there. What's um, Dwayne's food? Uh, he didn't get a food. He got some food descriptors, um, which was bland but spicy. Mm, I was thinking, like, a steak that's, like, oh, oh, well done. Okay. Like no juice in the middle. Yeah. With like a little it's bit like, of seasoning. I think if if Dwayne was a food, it would be bland. Like you couldn't tell what it was, but the only identifier would just be it's something. It's something spicy. 
you just can't really tell what's underneath the spice right yeah Mm -hmm. that's smart it's like ketchup where it's like after you put ketchup on something that you don't taste anything but the ketchup yeah yeah oh now i want fries i know oh that also hit me today oh no that's a lie i've eaten an apple okay good i was gonna say get some food (laughs) if you haven't eaten anything all right are you ready for the next one is it lillian it is Lillian, who I don't know if I want to slap you or make out with you, is how I feel <laughs> about Lillian. Because she is really mean, but maybe I also, would make mm, out with her. <laughs> um, mm. Anger management. My notes are really mean, anger management, poison the chocolates. I, I liked that. I liked that, like, it wasn't all one person's fault like like she had a little bit did lillian poison the chocolates yes she did she was the one who poisoned the chocolates and then after she did it she was like find that out we find it out getting in the last conversation with her okay and we find the cyanide in her like oh right right okay which could have been planted but i think she brings it up at the end but yeah i thought that was interesting because it kind of shows like I just watched Into the Woods, so I'm a little bit like on and off of an Into the Woods thematic thing. But it's like the the collective group hates Rick Arlen and others took action mm-hmm. against yeah. him, though it's one guy more than everyone else. But it's that's very, Lillian. Um, Murder on the Orient Express. Yes. Yeah. That's another. So Got to get another Agatha Christie here. There's going to be a lot of those because I've read a lot of her books. Before. <laughs> um for Lillian I will stand by this descriptor till the day I die dry martini with olives yes she is the epitome yeah she is the epitome of a dry martini with olives if that's not her go-to when she goes out to a bar which also she doesn't go out to a bar she goes out to a lounge sits in a very stiff armchair by herself on her computer orders a dry martini with olives and just like trolls the internet under an anonymous username which is under an anonymous username i love rick arlen underscore 69 yes <laughs> 420 that's what lillian does in her spare time in case anyone was wondering yeah that's <laughs> now did you All include right. these i have two more characters did you i have one them? more okay which is ralph gardino oh i didn't oh i didn't (gasps) how did i not include our man ralph 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 i said is an angel upon this earth best boy (laughs) yeah when he He saves the freaking day oh my god i'm so disappointed in myself it's like the opposite of the um twist of uh secrets can kill where it's like the culprit is revealed in the last five minutes it's like ralph's ralph's superiority is revealed in the last five minutes and it's so welcomed um every time he said can i help you miss drew i said yeah you really can you really can ralph thank you and you will and you will that's all you just don't know it yet (laughs) i'm a ralph stan ralph is like okay ralph is like this really delicious baked mac and cheese you know you hear on the surface you're like oh mac and cheese you know i'll always enjoy some mac and cheese mac and cheese is good and then you eat this really good baked mac and cheese and you're like holy shit my mac and cheese mind has been blown right and maybe there's like a little bacon in there it's like a little surprise yeah 
and there's yeah. a crispy breadcrumb topping. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, I'm hungry. I know some mac and cheese. Um. Oh, love Ralph. Okay, yeah. So please share I, the last okay. two characters. So the last two characters are Owen Spader. Oh my god, which is such an obvious um anagram. Oh, it wasn't obvious to me the first oh. time I played the game. Owen Spader, I wrote he's spicy and then bland. At first you're like, oh, like who's this? Who's this guy who's getting brought up? You know, it looks like he's doing some some shady, shady things. Are we gonna meet a new character halfway through the game? Which does happen sometimes. And I like when her interactive does that. Not when we meet the culprit right at the end or anything, but when we right. get to meet a new character halfway through the game. Like that happens in the deadly device. It happens in Warnings at Waverly Academy. Oh. I really like those twists. Yeah, I know you love that game. I'm not a huge fan of that game. <gasps> oh, but we'll, get we'll to talk it. about that when we get there. Um, so Owen Spader is spicy, then bland. You're like, oh, are we gonna meet someone new? And then it just ends up being a character you already know. Right. And then um The last character I have is Bill Pappas, who we speak to exactly one time on the phone after the bomb thing happens in Rick's office. Um, He is oatmeal. He's oatmeal. You know, he's there. (laughs) You only you only eat oatmeal for like the nutrition factor or if you don't dress it up. Oatmeal is just something that you eat when you're hungry. You don't really have anything else to eat, but you need something good nutritious fibery in your body he gives you lots of good information if you ask for it you also don't really have to ask for much of any of it um but if you if you want some good information he'll give it to you in that one time you get to talk to him on the phone true it I, one thing i thought was hilarious about that interaction <laughs> is he's constantly he's like Oh, okay. Hold on, Nancy. I really have to go. What else do you yeah. need? And you ask him six more questions. My Twitch chat during that part was like, "Why does this guy in such a rush to leave, but then stick around?" Like, it's really funny. Yeah, really. Um, yeah, I liked his voice actor a lot. I, I just oh, really yeah. remember his voice acting performance. I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, definitely great voice actor. Those are the characters. Should That's we it. start talking about playthrough? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yay. Okay. You go so, first. Oh wait. First of all, did you uh, what uh, level did you play on? Junior detective. I will okay. never ever do higher because I would huh. die. I played master detective, but I was wondering what. Um, a question I had that I definitely forgot to look up was what puzzles does it affect? I do know at least two. So one of them is Millie's riddles. Okay. Yes. And then the other is the um. Oh, there's a name for it, but it's the ring puzzle on the, on the prongs. At the end? No. At, oh, like at, the, in the prop right. room. Mm-hmm. There's a name for that puzzle, that kind of puzzle. I know what I you're talking about. Yeah. But, I yeah. think it, it probably also affects the end puzzle because it took me quite a few. I was actually surprised. It took me quite a few tries on this recent playthrough to finish. They had, that was a glitch that they ended up trying to fix because the master detective mode, the time for the end, like the, like amount of seconds you have to complete that memory puzzle is almost impossible to finish. I did it, bitches. You did it. It took Argofump 10 tries to get it Mm. at the end there. So you're doing great. It didn't even take me that long. Wow. Wow. They did fix it after they re-released it, I believe. 
Oh yeah. Cause they, that's another fast <laughs> fact is they discontinued this game and then they re-released it yes. with an upgrade so that you could play it on all platforms. Okay. That's so, yeah, I just bought it and downloaded it from the site. So I probably got the fixed version. Yeah. I it's fine. Did. Never mind. I was proud of myself for like two seconds, but whatever. Um, okay. You go. Okay. And so, I'll interrupt as we do chronological. Here is jazz. how my playthrough went. And it's all on mm-hmm. my, tw- on my Twitch. So you can watch how it went because it did not go great. So I played about an, an hour and a half, two hours into the game, get to the bomb diffusing scene. And I am looking in my inventory and I'm like, okay, I have a screwdriver, but I don't have bolt cutters oh or yeah and i was like but i can't get back into the prop room because millie is standing there Mm. and i know that's where they were because i had to look up a walkthrough because i was like i have no idea what's going on yeah and so i realized i had to restart the game (gasps) from the beginning because i hadn't done the saving throughout thing because i've never run into a problem like this with one of these games Oh, wow. Where it, like you just hit a dead end. You cannot, conti- there's absolutely no way to continue. You will always die. Are you die. sure? You I can't. I'm certain. Like it's actually nighttime. And at that in? point, you can't sneak in because you don't know the code to get in to the. But um, you can. Okay. You So the back way to get in the building at night is to literally stay in the building until it becomes nighttime. Oh. I guess I could have done I that, but I definitely didn't read that, that somewhere and then used it because okay. I was like, how do I get in the building at night? Gotcha. Okay. Cause that like, I did notice that that happened once during my playthrough. I was like, Oh, it's nighttime. No one's here. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. I, I had, I replayed from the beginning. So oh, that's, that is a, um, dead end you can get is you can't Get, you don't get all the supplies to defuse mm-hmm. the bomb. And so you just die a thousand times. Mm-hmm. So that sucked um, <laughs> a lot. But I have, so I started off with a re- kind of a general overview of my opinion of the game. Okay. I think that this is a great game that suffers from its age and the lack okay. of like trial and error of like the people creating it, playing through mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Because I really love the characters I think that there is a step up from the last game. I think that there's a wide variety of the kinds of people that you meet, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, the plot is interesting and I really love how it builds. Okay. Like it's kind of a three act structure. There's like the, the light falling, the bomb, and then the final confrontation. And it like intensifies throughout, yeah. which I really thought was very strong. Um, and I really thought the culprit was interesting. It was somebody that it made sense why he did it, but you didn't really know until the end. I mean, you figured yeah. it out as you went, but it was a natural progression. So my problems with the game are the dead end. That was such a pain in the butt. I can't believe I had to replay mm. the whole game. Um, and the graphics are nightmarish. I wish that they had just done the 2D illustrations until the mm. graphics were good enough that it didn't look like their eyebrows were like this when they're talking to you the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that was like my general overall, like review of Uh the game as a new, as it being my first time. 
Um, my notes are so not chronological. They're just kind of like <sighs> general. So maybe it would be better if you did led this part because okay. yeah, I can do that. Um, so <laughs> my first note is that Nancy really in her introduction, she self-titled her last case secrets can kill. Come on, lady. Come on. Not <laughs> she knows classy. she's the main character. That's not classy. Yeah. She's like, in my last case, secrets can kill. They'll be writing about this one day. Like, <laughs> I just think that's funny. It was good. So Nancy is here because Aunt Eloise told Maddie about Nancy's last case, secrets can kill. And Rick is receiving death threats. But Also, Maddie is a soap opera star, and so is Rick. They can afford way better than Nancy. I know. That is so true. Also, does Nancy get paid for doing these cases? We never hear mention of it, ever. She doesn't have a job, so she must. Yeah, she must. But, yeah, I don't know. They can afford better than Nancy, which, and I say that because Nancy is technically an amateur detective we all know she's a boss ass bitch right like nancy forever um but nobody else knows that she kind of nancy kind of just is proving herself over and over and over again except in some games there are people who hire her because of her expertise but in a lot of them she's just really proving herself um like in this game i feel um There's a really creepy photo collage of Rick in the magazine on the ottoman, and I hate it. It's like weird (laughs) close-ups of his face. Did you never see that? I did see that. It was horrifying to look at. It's horrifying. I nobody poor poor choice. Nobody wants that. Just as all hmm. of the photos in this game are terrifying to look at. Yeah, what the heck? That was that was unnecessary. It was unnecessary. It also, so it definitely took me, again, way too long the first time I played through. And like the, uh, once I hadn't played through in years and years and years and had just forgotten, way too long to realize that you could switch between night and day. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So I remember being stuck for a really long time and then I had to like look up a walkthrough and it said, oh, did you switch to nighttime? I was like, oh, no, I did not because I didn't know you could, which and in a lot of later games, like I actually this is going to be an unpopular opinion. I really enjoy Trail of the Twister. Oh, that's not a very popular game. (laughs) <laughs> I well I also I really like puzzle games. I like games that are heavily puzzles because gotcha. I'm a puzzles girl. But I one thing that I appreciate about that game is that um oh what's her name? Is it the uh, the woman who yeah works at the I forget uh, her name too. It's um yeah. I don't know. She's not very yeah. interesting. But she will always tell you um she'll always suggest that you go to bed. She's like, time to get some shut-eye, Nancy. We'll do other things first thing in the morning. And you don't have to go to bed when she says that. You can go around and keep doing other things. But in other games, they will tell you, like, oh, your bedroom is here. You have an alarm clock. Like, you can go to bed and wake up. And that just wasn't made very clear in this game. Um, so that took me too long. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, the next note I have is during the cut scene, the first time you go on set, where is 
Nancy? Is she in the catwalk during this cutscene? I think she's in the, oh, I guess not because then you look up at the booth of people. I was going to say she's probably in the booth. Yeah. I think she's, she's like, she's in the catwalk. Yeah. That has to be where she is. During this cutscene. But Hmm. yeah. Also the glitch where Rick repeats the same line twice. I hate that every single time I play through. It makes me cringe. Um, And then (laughs) after that light falls, everyone just leaves. I know there's and they no, give like, Nancy free reign over the studio. What the heck? It's I know it's kind of like in the last game when it was like, look at all these people around here. And like, <laughs> yeah, so everybody good. just leaves. Not yeah, really everybody is dropping the ball in this case. It's true. They're not taking things uh seriously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I love oh, I have to sit comment on in that, that little soap opera scene, the acting is so bad like the, oh yeah the, like oh, the voice terrible. actors are good but like the, it's very clear that the they're playing bad actors it's very I funny. think that was well I think I mean you're saying that that was intentional right I think it was yeah I think it was intentional like making fun of soap operas a little bit oh yeah um my next note is preface I am high for this next bit so that's clearly when I was also doing the characters <laughs> <laughs> summary um <laughs> I wrote navigation on this set absolutely fucking sucks. Yeah, I I re- I commented on that in my live stream. I was like this mm-hmm. is horrible. And yeah. it, it's like hard like in in on the set like w- there's that couch area and then there's that building area. Yeah. And I missed the building area the first time I went in there because yeah. I couldn't mm-hmm. click over there. It was so Yeah. Ugh. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, the navigation sucks. I also hate how many useless things you can click on or useless areas you can zoom in on in on the set and in the prop room. Oh, I hate that. There's just so it's like the library issue that I had with the last game. I don't want to be able to click on everything. I want to only be able to click on the things that are relevant. Yeah. I mean, an interesting thing though would be if like in later games, I mean, this doesn't happen, but like if I were making Nancy Drew games, like if you were on master detective mode, you could click on everything, but and you don't hmm. know what's important or not. Hmm. So it's like, as if you literally are like going through it as a real person, whereas like a junior detective, they would guide you right to where you need to go. So that, that way it's kind of like, you get both experiences because I know some people do enjoy like the not knowing and what's important mm-hmm. and looking around and stuff but mm-hmm. yeah um who do we think is worse Rick Arlen or Brady Armstrong uh Rick Arlen because even at the end of the game after this has all happened he doesn't change um Brady Armstrong is pretty terrible, but he's a high school kid and he has a lot of room to grow and a lot of life experience left is to live. Is he high school? What? Wait, no, he's Brady, not. Brady wait, Armstrong. Are we t- I thought you were Final talking scene. about the- Oh, shoot. I thought you were talking about <laughs> the kid from um, Secrets Can Kill. Yeah, the, the no. The football player. No, oh, okay. Wait, no, Brady Hulk. Armstrong. Oh, from the final oh okay. Scene. Yeah. I have played the final scene. Because um, they're both uh, like movie theater soap um, opera TV. I think that- Rick is worst. Okay. I do. Um, Because Brady, at least in the first part, I don't really remember later, but in the first part, at least he's like kind of concerned 
like a little bit about what's going on. Whereas Rick is just never concerned. Well, Brady's not concerned though. I don't think Brady's concerned. I think Brady gets concerned. I'll need to go play that later. But I remember the first conversation between Nancy and Brady. Nancy's like, my friend was just kidnapped and you, all you care about is blah, blah, blah. Mm. Um, I don't know. That was just, that was a, that was a question that I wrote down in my notes as I was playing through because I remember not liking yeah. either of them. <laughs> also, who the frickety frack is BT Kaiser? <laughs> Do we ever find out? I don't think so. Not from my playthrough, but I have I found that out. I have questions. I yeah, I have questions. Yeah. Um, also, I didn't know for the longest time that I was supposed to talk to Lillian because I think the first couple times you click on her door, you can't talk to her. Right. So, yeah, that was one of my hangups the first time I played. Also, these notes are so scattered, which I apologize for. So if you want to okay. jump in at any time, go for it. <laughs> I mean, I have one, again, very general, but it, it it's that if you like find a phone number laying around on like the, a desk or it's written somewhere and you call it, it doesn't do anything. Like in oh, later okay. games, you can call those numbers and it's like a little Easter egg. And like in the last called. game. And, and in the last game, they had that. I would say that's the one thing that Secrets Can Kill what did better than this one is that you could yeah. call those fun numbers and have like a like a little thing happen. Yeah. But like this one, I called Rick Arlen's cell phone number expecting some silly thing and they, it just never, they were too busy focusing on seven characters that they <laughs> forgot to do that, I guess. <laughs> Understandable. But I was so disappointed. Understandable. Um. Oh, I wrote, I, <laughs> I already have kind of mentioned this, but I wrote Dwayne's first appearance, meaning you click on the door and he just pops up. Dwayne's first appearance is just as scary as Ethel's in Curse of Blackmore Manor. And that is a hill that I will die on. <laughs> Ethel is so scary. Ethel is terrifying. She's the scariest part of that whole game. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No. Oh, By Ethel. far. Um... What did I write down? Oh, the okay. So in the prop room, you know how there's a map? There's a map in the prop yes. room and there's like words written around the edge of it. So the phrase is when gates are locked and paths are blocked, then look for other ways. The answer lies beneath your eyes to this perplexing. And I think the last word is maze. I wrote it um, down. Hold on. I was like, who who wrote this around this map? And it's it's like a little it's a nod to the last game, you know? Right. The little the little word puzzle. I remember going through like um like the game and and, and I took a picture of that and rotated it okay. in my phone so I could read <laughs> it. And like I remember doing that and being like oh, okay, I'll keep this in mind. And I, it never came back. It was never <laughs> Well, I think it's referring to uh, in the prop room, the gate that you can't get through and how you have to use the trap door in the stage to get down, to get up to the... That was fun. I yeah. did like that. Yeah. yeah, that was fun. There's a lot of um, parallels between this game and the final scene. Yes, I feel like the final scene is like 
that it's the new and improved stay tuned for danger yeah kind of yeah i would I also, say i really love that game i don't know what it is exactly but i really love it um also how are you so, so okay in the um on set when you find the clock hand and you put it back on the clock how are you supposed to know to put the clock on 11 i guessed i did trial and error literally yeah yeah, I think I always have done trial and error. I don't know if there's a clue anywhere. Um, and like, how are you supposed to know to use the card in the door? Where does the prop room doorknob go? It just disappears. Well, you use it to open the door. So what happens? Yeah, is but you, the actual yeah. knob on the prop room. Oh, like that's right. there like, for Millie the just game took and it. disappears at night. But I maybe mean, Millie's Millie, eccentric, so. Right. Maybe she, like, takes it off so no one can get, get in at night or something. Oh, that's so weird. Yeah, that would. Oh so weird. Um, oh, so the, ca- the card thing is, I don't know if this is, like, um, a cl- like an old trick, but it, you can unlock doors with, like, a credit oh, card yeah. and stuff. Oh, yeah. There's just no, like, clue in the game. But I guess maybe it was a, it was just a thing of the times. Is that what right, you're saying? Right, people knew. right that's what I mean yeah okay I remember when I was a kid I was maybe 10 or 11 and I sometimes I'd come home and my parents like would be at work and so I'd be alone and I forgot my house key one day and so I was like well in my last Nancy Drew video game I played learning at Waverly Academy (laughs) they used a card and so obviously wouldn't work on the front door because there was a deadbolt but um I I did it on our back door (laughs) Oh my gosh. In your in your house that the house that I know. Yeah, that house. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. So I don't live there anymore, nor do my parents. So I feel okay revealing that information. Yes, they did. So I have a um note on the music, uh, Mm -hmm. which is that I have never been so confused about my feelings for a piece of music than with this elevator music. I think it brings up some intense nostalgia, which is why I like it. Other than the nostalgia factor, I hate it. Yeah. Yep. It's elevator music the whole time you're at the studio. There there are better soundtracks in this game. Yeah. Like big time. Like I, I would say like there are soundtracks later that like I would even argue we should make a eighth category on our ratings of the music. Oh, we should. Honestly, because some of them should. are so good. Yeah. Like I, when I was a kid, I used to like play Shadow Ranch music on the piano. Oh, <laughs> oh I love that. That is so <laughs> that is cute. Obsessed. That is yeah. the cutest thing I've ever heard. Um, I love that. <laughs> I also abhor I wrote down in all caps that you have to click the keys every time to enter Maddie's apartment did I forget to click the keys every time yes I absolutely forgot yeah it was ridiculous I know come on like okay we get it we get it we need to unlock the door and you don't have to do that in later games there are a lot of times where you'll still you'll keep the keys or the key card or whatever in your inventory but you only have to use it once right to like after that Nancy remembers yeah. yeah Um, which I appreciate. Also, how, okay, how are you supposed to figure out the bomb puzzle? What order to cut the wires in? Is there a hint for that anywhere? There probably is. I didn't get a hint. I had to look up a walkthrough. 
Oh, I yeah. just trial and errored it. I, well, I, at yeah. that point, I my, the bomb had exploded in my face like four times because I didn't have the tools. Oh yeah, so you were it, just and done. I was I was exasperated, and so I just looked it up because I Caroline yeah. was done. Understandable, I understandable. So <laughs> I wrote Lillian's eyebrows need to calm down. <laughs> they were like up and down everywhere. I was like, oh, oh honey, you. The worst yeah. culprit though is Millie. Yeah. She yeah. was like all the <laughs> Ew, hate, all, the, all the eyebrows going up and down. Also, once you finally get into Lillian's office, I, it just is hilarious to me that she has so many anger support group meetings to go to. Well, and she has so, a problem. <laughs> yeah, she has a problem. So I wrote, I wonder how those go. <laughs> like, I'm sure very well. Yeah, I wonder how a bunch of people with anger issues in an anger support group meeting goes. I would, I would love to be a fly on the wall for one of those. Yeah. I also, think I mean, I if they all, terrified to be they're all the there wall. because they know they need to be there or because they but, were mandated to be there. Okay. That's valid. Yeah. Okay. That, uh, I take it back. Shout out to Andy Bernard in the office. Oh my God. <laughs> I love Andy. Okay. He's like, well, I have to go to anger management. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, a lot of a lot of my notes are just like notes on the weird puzzles or just the weird. There are so many weird things in this game that come out of the blue. We haven't even gotten to my favorite slash least favorite one that I hate yet. But like the trap door comes so out of the blue. And in later games, like in the final scene, you have several hints leading up to it before you right. actually discover the door. Here, I guess the only hint leading up to it really is the that uh, poem around the map. Mm. But like in the final scene, first you um, actually know the blueprints doesn't come until later. But you have several hints about like, oh, this is how the mechanism works. And then you find the things to like turn the power on and... So there's more of a buildup than just, oh, I figured out this puzzle and now this random trap door opened. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's, uh... Which I don't mind. Like, it, it was fine, but it really did just kind of come out of the blue. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, the one, another thing that I feel like um, could have been added, I guess, like, or was added later because I feel like they probably re- realized it was a problem is some of the puzzles I didn't know, like, the controls or how to like move things around like the one where you with the torn apart letter where you have to like oh, match all the pieces uh-huh. up like that one really like I, I couldn't figure out how to rotate the pieces and it took hmm. me like like five minutes to be like and I had to like walk away and come back to it and then I figured it out but like it's helpful in later games just for it to be like right click to rotate like, yeah because I was trying like the keys on the keyboard I was like right clicking I was like trying and then I realized you just had to move your mouse you know to the corner way yeah but yeah it just is helpful even those little instructions of how to navigate a puzzle because it's different for every game yeah um mm-hmm. yeah oh definitely um yeah and it's yeah just part of the whole trial and error thing it makes me wonder what kind of feedback they got from like people who would test the game yeah or just what kind of feedback they got from the community because it's also it's very clear that 
her interactive made adjustments based on feedback from previous games, like what worked, what didn't work. And I think it's very clear that they cared about that. Um, So yeah, I would love to know more about that. Okay. I'm going to move on to my least favorite. This is probably my least favorite puzzle it's not even really a puzzle. It's just my least favorite aspect of any game in this whole entire series. The freaking buzzers outside of Dwayne's office when you have to oh get gosh. into Dwayne's office at night. I would never think maybe it's just because I'm an Enneagram 2 and an empath and I don't want to bother people. I would never think to try clicking the other buzzers on the complex and that office building i would never that's so, so rude the it's so um, rude and i hate it the twitch chat when i streamed this are, is full of people who have never played nancy drew video games before okay. and so they're watching it for the first time and one of the people said nancy is committing a lot of crimes to get to the bottom of this <laughs> and i was like you're right nancy is like walking around like the law doesn't matter <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. It's just really funny. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Buzzer puzzle sucks. Next, the next note I have is really funny to me. Well, I guess I should say first that um, I think probably the best, not necessarily my favorite, but one of the best aspects of this game is all of the heavy snooping that you can do in Dwayne's office. True. That's like really good. A plus to her interactive there. D minus to Dwayne for keeping the bomb plans literally in his drawer. Yeah, that was a little stupid, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, I mean, by the time you snooped around Dwayne's office, you kind of know who's behind all of this. You see the plane tickets, you see the bomb plans, you see everything in his briefcase that he like is heavily in debt, having lots of money issues. So by that time, you kind of, you kind of know who's doing this whole thing, but you do still have that confusion of who is this Owen Spader guy. So I guess maybe it's up for debate. It's just you have a lot of these um, uh, threads that haven't yet been connected. But if you're intelligent enough, as I was not my first playthrough, you can kind of connect the dots on your own. Right. I mean, smarter than me. (laughs) Once you see the security tapes of like him changing out of the costume, it's like pretty that that's pretty obvious. I think I still didn't get it then, but we don't need to talk about that. I love how um, Owen Spader, aka Dwayne Powers' walk when he's Owen Spader, looks like he's like, I I wrote worst sneaking award goes to the guy in the security footage. He's literally like tiptoeing, like actively (laughs) tiptoeing. It's so funny. Like high knees tiptoeing. Yeah. It's hilarious. Really to me. silly. It's so funny. Um, now I so we're getting towards the end of the game. Do you have anything that you want to say before we get there? No, I I, I mean I could we'll talk about the ending, but that's okay. that's it. I mean, okay. I feel like I wish there was more that we could talk about, but I feel like also Nancy's interactions with the characters were so minimal, and this game really was a bunch of 
uh, trigger triggers. You know, it was a bunch right. of things that you do to trigger other events in the game, um, which I appreciate. I appreciate when that happens because then in later playthroughs, it's kind of easier to remember what I have to do to get the game to progress. Right. Um, but yeah, that was a big part of this game. So getting towards the ending, why why does Lillian call Nancy? Lillian doesn't like Nancy, nor does she know that Nancy's a detective, right? right? Like she doesn't know that Nancy is checking this thing out. So why would why is Nancy the person she calls? I think after the bomb situation, it becomes clear that Nancy is skilled okay. in a particular way, whether or not it mm-hmm. it's explicitly like she's an amateur detective. That's the only thing I could think of. Because she even brings it up. Like, if you talk to her after the bomb thing, she's like, what are you, like, little Miss Detective Sleuth or whatever? Oh, yeah. And so that makes me think that she kind of knows at that point. Okay. I'll buy that. That works. Yeah. Um, Also, how the frick did the culprit, a.k.a. Dwayne slash Owen, use the typewriter in the prop room without anyone noticing? I mean, I guess he, like, went there at night after hours or something. Yeah. But also, why would you pick that typewriter? To f- to make it um, frame Millie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Duh. Because that's the only piece of evidence we had that she could have done it. Yeah. Is that the typewriter okay. was in the prop room. That makes sense. Um, <laughs> I like how this is you asking questions and me just answering the questions. <laughs> I appreciate that. Well, also, something I don't think I've mentioned yet is when I played this game played this games is almost what I said I am an editor for a publication (laughs) and I said play this games when I played these games as a kid um I played them by myself you know I had the I was on the message boards but (laughs) I didn't have any friends in real life who played them who I knew of like I found out years later that you liked to play them and a couple other people but I didn't really have anyone to bounce these questions off of. Um, and it was, I was playing these before the internet was really a big thing. So it was before I would have thought to Google these, to Google like these questions through. or turn to, I turned to the message boards for hints and stuff, but never for questions like these. So that's part of the reason why I'm happy that we're doing this because it's really exciting to finally be getting someone else's perspective on the whole thing. Well, I'm um, happy to give it. <laughs> yay. I uh, lo- <laughs> So, okay, we are now in on set at the studio and I wrote down Argofunt voice <laughs> and cut to all black to save on animation cuz that's <laughs> absolutely what happened here. Exactly. Um and the nice silhouette of Dwayne in the control booth saving on animation which I had never thought of before um, because again I was playing these before I was really thinking about the mechanics of game making so it's just it's funny noticing those little choices now like later in Last Train to Blue Moon Canyon with Fatima yes oh my god (laughs) so much animation saving (laughs) yeah also the, their entire animation budget went to that last cutscene where he's walking like this. Oh, I'm you. sure. <laughs> I'm sure. 
And Nancy just stands there as it takes know, him like, like a very on. long time. Like where'd that gun go that we got in the last game? I know Nancy needs a gun. Give Sheesh. Nancy a gun. Give Nancy a gun. Um, Dwayne is a psychopath. Mm, yeah. And I wrote, and we'll talk about this a little more when we get to our ratings, but I really did appreciate this high stakes, heart pounding ending. Like it was, it was a race against time and it was scary. Yeah. I, I was very afraid of in that like last animation it's the combination of like the really bad animation plus Mm -hmm. like the lighting and the way it hits him but it's Mm -hmm. scary that would have freaked me out as a kid and I definitely had some nightmares that night after I played it where I was like (sighs) oh my god but yeah it is it's freaky oh yeah I was so freaked out by it as a kid um and it like it gets your adrenaline pumping yeah it really does which I really appreciate because a lot of the later games lack that adrenaline pumping ending yes I would agree yeah yeah so I really I really appreciated that about this game um I also wrote there's no way that Dwayne is slow enough getting down from that booth for us to finish this puzzle <laughs> oh yeah oh my gosh yeah yeah, yeah with the, the, and it's a, a memory puzzle what yeah. that is just absurd it should have been like something else like uh yeah like something you find out clues for earlier in the game and then it all matters because at the very end you're gonna Mm -hmm. have to use all that information yeah but no (laughs) it's not not how it happened but it's fine um he also Dwayne also has the worst evil laugh ever just made me made me chuckle (laughs) (laughs) sorry do that again (laughs) (laughs) it is so bad I love it um, I really appreciate how Ralph just body slams him. Oh yeah, body but belly bump. He's like, huh. he is so powerful. <laughs> he's a king. he's he is a lord among men. He, he really is. He really is. And uh, finally, this game has the shortest ending letter ever. It is, and we don't find out what happens to um Lillian. Lillian. Right? Well, no, we we do. She moves to LA we... to do movies. Okay. I I also wasn't really paying attention, but there was, well, there was one character like we just didn't find out. Millie. Like, it might have been Millie. Yeah, maybe it was Millie. Okay. Anyway, but yeah. Also, Maddie deserves way better than Rick. He sucks. I know. She yeah. she just like is hung up on him, and yeah, you know, sometimes love is blind. But I mean, come on whatever yeah okay let's wrap this baby up and go to our drinking game and then our ratings okay you want to start the drinking game well um i did not take drinking game notes so it's all you for this oh one. no I'm very sorry okay I it's okay i only have four okay um, this is the drinking game this is the drinking game drink every time you forget to sign in at wwb studios <laughs> which is a lot um drink every time you apologize to Lillian for bothering her also a lot (laughs) for oh drink for every in-game hour that you spend waiting for the studio to close if you spend it inside the studio just waiting for it to close so you can be in it after hours that's like when you just let the game run and you're on your phone or something, just waiting for it right. to hit that time. Uh, every time you blow up the bomb. So Caroline would have been wasty wasted. Yeah. I, is it a shot for the bomb? <laughs> One shot. Uh, oh, jeez. I would be dead. You would be dead. Much like Nancy when the bomb blows up. That's true. <laughs> oh, God. Um, and I actually just came up with another one. Drink. 
every oh I came up with two more I'm good um drink every time you forget to click on the keys to get into Maddie's I was gonna say that house. I thought of that yeah nice yes and then drink for every buzzer you have to press before finding the right one to get into oh my god that stupid building you just would probably die as you just click chug as you're clicking <laughs> oh that's funny that's right. that's the drinking game so you'll be wasted at least by the end of the game, if not earlier, Great. probably earlier. So you got a good night planned. <laughs> there you go. All right. Okay. And our rating. Time for the ratings. Because we've been recording this for a while. Yeah. I, we got we to gotta wrap, wrap it Hustle. up. Okay. Hustle. So quick just things. So category one, graphics. I gave it a zero. Nightmare fuel. Terrifying. A horrible. Hated it. Scary. I gave graphics you? a one. I wrote, are you robots? It's so scary. Probably. Characters. Eight. Honestly, awesome. Lots of people really? to meet. Big step up from the last game. Hmm. Okay. I gave the characters a three because there are lots of them, but who are they? I don't get to know them. Again, my like Enneagram two people person coming out. I'm like, I want to, I want to get to know you. Can you just tell me all about yourself? So that I can really get to know about you. But that doesn't happen in this game. It's fair. Mm, All right. That's fine. Culprit. Nine. I found hmm. that I liked the jealous agent, washed up actor, wanted, jealous okay. of the successful actor plotline. I thought it was really interesting. Yeah. I'm actually, I'm upping my rating for this to a seven. Um, because it's... The only reason I didn't give it higher is just that it's obvious once you snoop his office who it is. And I don't like games like that. I like games where I'm surprised by the culprit at the end, but also it makes sense. Oh, I like to figure it out. That's how I am. Oh, I like okay. The, it's the breadcrumbs. But it, and you search his office like literally right before the final That's confrontation. That's true. Yeah. So you are, yeah. I don't know. That yeah. would be my argument, but it's okay. Okay. No, that makes, I mean, that makes sense to me. I'm going to keep it out of seven, but. That's okay. Yeah, that's <laughs> um, okay. Navigation to just, there's a lot of issues with the yeah. navigation of this game. Yeah. I gave it a three. Um, you still have the magnifying glass. I don't think you don't have arrows in this game yet. Uh, there's no up and down like in the last game, which I appreciated. And it's pretty easily clickable except for in the um except for on set and then there were some annoying moments where like if you're in that corner of the hallways you have to turn all the way around the other way to get to the adjoining hallway right that makes sense that. yeah yeah I didn't yeah. like that but all right plot. plot I gave it a seven to an eight I'll give it an eight I'll give it an eight okay. I thought that it had really good build I like the three-act structure of it I like mm -hmm. stories where it's like it doesn't stay the same beat the entire time, kind of like mm -hmm. Secrets Can Kill did. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I liked I liked the plot of okay. this. I gave the plot of five. Um, it was a clear plot and there was a clear goal, which I appreciated. Uh, and there was a clear buildup to the ending. I just thought it could have been executed better. Um, which is, I mean, this is only their second game. So like, I get it. But again... I just, I'm going to stick with a five. It's a solid, like, middle-of-the-road plot, I feel like. Yeah. There are some I, in later games that are worse, but there are also yes. some that are a lot better. 
Right. I agree. And I, I am giving them a little bit of wiggle room with these scores yeah. just because I do know it is so early on. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and I give no wiggle, wiggle room. Yeah. I just, I see what they were trying to go for and they were <laughs> yeah. so close that it's like, I have to, and I will say like with the plot, like, oh, I had a thought and it's gone. Hold on. Um, I don't remember. Oh That's no. Fine. It was important. it was like I was like oh no. Oh, it's I also like that it's like the same intensity as Secrets Can Kill where it's like as high stakes as, you know, like right. a, a murder. It, it's like a black big time blackmail and like a murder could happen. So I liked that the stakes were pretty high cuz some of the later mysteries it's like someone is breaking machines. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. No. So Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I get that. Uh, ending ending um I give it a eight I liked the intensity of it okay I thought yeah I like the time again like you said later games sometimes don't have it quite as intense um actually I'll give it a seven because of the um anime lack of animation oh okay (laughs) and the stupid puzzle yeah stupid puzzle uh I gave the ending a six because I hate the puzzle but I was genuinely scared the first time I played through this it was like genuinely a scary ending, which I appreciated. Um, but the puzzle sucks. So yeah, that's true. And it's unrealistic. It's fine. Yeah. But my it's fine. it's fine. Setting, I give it a three because we're yeah. in New York, but we don't see New York at all. Yes. Mm-hmm. I gave the setting a five. Uh, kind of for the same thing. Great concept, poor execution. Yeah. Um, there's no outside. So I think this one was the one where I kind of did give her interactive a little wiggle room it was like great setting in new york uh we have like the map of new york which is fun we do get to go to um well we get to go to a few different locations um i liked the snooping a lot i really liked being able to snoop around Dwayne's office uh but yeah it could have been executed better but again game number two true exactly oh yeah we'll see how much they improve yeah. Next time. Next on time. On its locked podcast. On its locked podcast. <laughs> Set our ending. In a haunted mansion. This is message the first in a haunted one mansion before. Okay. This is the first one we'll cover that I. Oh, played. this is exciting. Also, it's it's really good. I feel like message in a haunt, haunted mansion is really where her interactive hits their stride. I agree. That's really where it starts ramping up. So That's true. Yeah. We're excited for the next one. It'll be good. All right. Woo the end that's it see you next time everybody (laughs) see you next time on it's locked podcast message in a haunted mansion (laughs) message all right good job buddy yeah yeah Thank you for listening to It's Locked Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at It's Locked Podcast. We'll see you in two weeks. 